Hello, everyone. Welcome to Doc's Herbal Corner, sponsored by Dr. Tate's Herbal Tinctures and Tonics. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. That really helps us grow the show. Elderberry. This is an interesting herb because it's been used for centuries for medicinal purposes, but one needs to be educated and aware of both the herb's benefits and risks. And some of those risks include consuming the wrong part of the elderberry plant or confusing another plant for elderberry. Both of those situations are not good. You want to make sure that you get your elderberry from a reputable source. And before taking the elderberry, I strongly suggest consulting your naturopath, herbalist, or physician beforehand, particularly if you are pregnant or nursing. And it just so happens we have someone on the show today who knows a thing or two about elderberry. Today, we are talking with naturopath, herbalist, detox specialist, author, diplomat of integrated medicine with over half a century of herbal medicine experience, Dr. Stephen Tates. So let's jump right in to Doc's Herbal Corner and learn more about elderberry. So, uh, Doc, I think it's time that we shuttle on over Mm -hmm. to Doc's Herbal Corner. Yeah. And um, what herb are we going to discuss today? We are going to discuss elderberry. Elderberry. Yeah. Elderberry. All right. First of all, how do we spell that? Like elder, E-L-D-E-R, and berry, B-E-R-R-Y. Perfect. Um, Now, elderberry, uh, our grandparents and stuff used elderberry a lot. Colds, flus, viruses, you know, mm-hmm. all types of stuff. Um, when we just we just got through um, our first real session of a pandemic. Right. You know, as I said, we have gotten through our first real session of a pandemic, which implies that it could come back. Right. That's a story for another podcast. But, you know, yeah, it can't. But uh, elderberry, I remember when I was in one of the health food stores. Name is not important. And I was getting some elderberry juice or elderberry paste. And this particular health food store had that. And uh, I bet there was probably about eight or ten of them still available on the shelf. Because I went in a few stores and could not find it. Because the elders, now our parents... Grandparents, great grandparents, know about elderberry because they grew up on elderberry. So they were cleaning out the stores, you know, stocking up on the elderberry. And you'll find out as I break it down. Uh, and they saw in my cot elderberry, elderberry juice, you know, and concentrated elderberry juice. And they're like, what do you know about elderberry? I said, I know a lot about elderberry, you know? And I explained a few things to let me know. Is there any more? We missed them. Is there any more on the shelf? I said, no, I got the last of them. One of these elderly women was reaching in my cart to grab a cup of the elderberry. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm sorry, man. You know, 
I had to move to another aisle, you know, because I had, you know, elders in front of me, elders behind me. One was trying to distract me while the other one was trying to reach Oh, they were trying to tag tag teaming you. you All right. So I moved to another section. You know, I said, well, but they had elderberry in their cot, you know, but they uh, understood that for viruses and stuff like that, elderberry is phenomenal. Now, I'll go through some things so we understand that, okay? Uh, elderberries also tend to be called blackberries, okay? And it's very, very high in vitamin C, which is going to help with the lungs and sinuses right. and stuff. It's a high antioxidant, which is going to, you know, build up the body's immune system to help with the cleansing of things they may contract. It helps because of the antioxidants, it helps with strengthening your heart muscles, okay? strengthening the whole body, but in particular, the heart muscles. It reduces inflammation, so it's an anti-inflammatory. And anything that reduces the inflammation in the body allows the body to heal itself. Remember we talked about earlier I remember about that. the body's ability to cleanse, heal, and rebuild itself. But one of the things you look at is to reduce inflammation which means when you reduce the inflammation, the blood flow is a lot better, which means the body can start to heal. Now, this is in the elderberry, okay? It also helps with that accumulated stress because the properties in it, along with reducing the inflammation, helps calm and relax the body. Now, I've, I've, I've heard that some people will take elderberry um, as a type of stress relaxer. Uh-huh. And... Um, I did not. I had no idea that it did these other things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've heard some people take that. Yeah, because the inflammation doesn't necessarily be only the um, the circulatory system. Inflammation can be in your nervous system. So the neurological issues and stuff can come from the nerve flow not good because the inflammation in the nerves in your body. So it's an anti-inflammatory. It's not just dealing with um, the muscles. It's dealing with the nerves in the body as well. Okay. Now, more, more by elderberry. It helps lung health. It reduces the inflammation. It's an antioxidant. It helps with your respiratory system. So, so that means I mentioned the heart. But I mentioned the respiratory system, so it's a whole, it's this really strong cardiovascular type of thing, and so that it's nourishing, but it's cleansing at the same time. It also, because of that, boosts the immune system. It's high in fiber. It's good for managing blood sugar. Blood sugar is high. You're borderline diabetic. You're diabetic. Uh, you can take the elderberry and not spike your blood sugar level. Okay. It actually will do the opposite and help and reduce that. It eases sore throats and coughs. Eases it. Doesn't necessarily stop it, but that that dry hacking cough, which means that the lungs are, um, are not really cleansing, waste out in a normal cough, the elderberry is something we have. When you go in some of the um, pharmacies or some of the um, 
supermarkets or even health food stores, mm-hmm. and you've got a sore throat, you know, and that area, that passage in the throat is tight and raspy and stuff, right. and you go get you some some cough syrup, natural cough syrup or natural cough drop, nine out of ten times you'll see elderberry in there, okay? You might see wintergreen and stuff, but elderberry will be one of the primary properties, one of the primary herbs, excuse me, to help with that process. Excellent. Okay. Um, it, and elderberry goes back centuries. I mean, it's been used pretty much all over the world, especially in Scandinavian countries and in Greece and in uh, Morocco. And, you know, Native Americans used elderberry because many places elderberry grows wild. It's cultivated too, but it would grow wild. The birds loved it. And people who understood it loved it because it was very good for helping with the system. Because of the antioxidants, because of how it reduces inflammation, boosts the immune system, boosts, yeah, it helps boost the immune system, but then it also helps in urinary tract flow. And it also helps reduce pain, moderate pain, not the severe pain. Yeah. Moderate pain that comes from the muscles tightening up and the nerves tightening up. And okay. taking the elderberry to help reduce that. The vitamin C will help with muscle recovery and tissue repair and um, you know, those type of things. Um, small amount of vitamin C, like 1,000, 500 to 1,000 milligrams, um, helps build that body. But you can do it. The elderberry has just a handful of berries. It has over 50 milligrams of vitamin C in it. Does the body absorb vitamin C from a berry better than a pill? pill? Absolutely. Absolutely. It absorbs it better from uh, the elderberry and some of your citrus fruits. But then... You can get like the elderberry paste or the elderberry syrup, you know, so it's not a pill. So it comes in different forms. It comes in different forms, okay. It's high in what's called flavonoids, which is an anti-inflammatory, which also helps because when you're missing the flavonoids that come in the vitamin C, without going into all the explanation of flavonoids, uh, when you don't have that, the inflammation gets higher, but also the inflammation and the clogging starts to affect your brain. It starts to affect your brain, then things like dementia, Alzheimer's becomes a problem, which is another reason why our elders tended to take that as they got older, you know, or continued taking it because it helped with uh, memory and concentration. Now, no, we're not through with the elderberry yet. All right. Okay. It helps decrease blood pressure. It helps decrease cholesterol. It helps raise your moods and make you feel better. It helps in reducing uric acid, which can contribute to gout or arthritis, or the uric acid could circulate and end up in your kidneys and contribute to kidney stones and kidney pain. So... I mean, it helps. It helps in that process, and in, in a small handful 
of the elderberries, eating the berries or the paste or the syrup has um, 7 to 10 grams of fiber in it, which does what? Helps with the bowel movement. It's not a, a, uh, a uh, food <laughs> laxative, but it has enough fiber along with what else you're taking to nourish and strengthen the body, which will help with the bowel movement, but at the same time, is giving you that fiber to help that bowels move which, you know, we covered constipation in another podcast right. already. And the better your bowels are moving, the more your immune system will, will improve. So it, it helps with that. Because, you know, the elderberry was around long before there were any health food stores. <laughs> she, she either knew and information was passed on to you, or you went up at the hill, the, the women that look half crazy, she'd make a formula give you some berries or something to be able to take. Most often it was some kind of bitter tonic, but a lot of times uh, there would be berries, different kind of berries, but in particular elderberries. Okay? It comes, like I said, in syrup and paste. really helps with diarrhea as well. And you can cook it, but you could cook it, it has to be, under 160 degrees, you know, so you're cooking it slowly. A lot of people will buy elderberries and they don't make their own paste and syrup, which financially is more practical because now, because it's become more popular like it used to be, the prices sometimes in some stores you go into, it's like, really? Oh, it's gotten pretty expensive. Well, or it's gone up, not necessarily expensive, but it's, it's gone, the price has uh, gone it's up. It's gone up, you know, because of the popularity. You know? There's no shortage, but it's gone up because it's, like, really, really popular. So what you want to do is make sure that um, you're stocking up on elderberry paste, elderberry syrup, because the thing is, is that if you buy some or you learn how to make it, its shelf life is, like, years so, elderberry comes in a paste form. It can come in a syrup form. In a syrup form. Or what it about can just come in the berries itself. The berries themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, what about like tinctures or teas or, or anything like that? Not so much in teas. I've seen it mixed in with a formula with teas, but not going to be that strong. Elderberry is one of those standalone type of things. You know? Okay. The better, because there's certain herbs like ginseng, you know, uh, that they stand alone. They don't need any help, <laughs> okay? They, they, you know, all that stuff can pepper. Look at it. We're talking about building the body. We're talking about cleansing the body. We're talking about reducing inflammation, We're talking about giving it fiber, you know, giving it high amounts of vitamin C and flavonoids and CoQ10 and all that kind of stuff. So it's nourishing, maintaining, cleansing, all at one time. So you don't need anything else in order to get things to respond right. Perfect. Doc, Uh I appreciate you spending the time with us Mm -hmm. and educating us. How can people reach you? Well, first off, are you looking up elderberry right now? Uh Uh-huh. Trying to get you some elderberry. I think we're going to see a spike on Google on (laughs) elderberry. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, people can reach me. They can call 
you know, 1171, or they can call 404-435-9336 because if they want to text me, you know, the second number was the one they want to text. First one is, is my office number. So either one would be fine, you know. And then if they hear the podcast and then they get my number and they call, they want to mention that I heard you on a podcast. Because then when you say that, I will give you extra consideration because you're following the podcast and you're listening to the podcast with me. You really are truly interested in changing your health. Good advice. Mm-hmm. Thank you, doctor. And now a quick word you about our sponsor, day. Dr. Tate's Herbal Tinctures and Tonics. Dr. Tate's all natural herbal formulas which are the true definition of herbal tonics, have been available for over 20 years. These specially formulated herbal tonics are designed to help cleanse, heal, rebuild, and revitalize your body, which will help improve your overall health. Dr. Tate's offers the herbal blood tonic, Dox Detox, herbal fat burner, herbal female tonic, and herbal male tonic. If you would like to learn more about the tonics and where to pick up your bottle, call 404-459-8696 or visit Dr. Tate's at drtates.online. That's drtates.online. Or you can simply Google Dr. Tate's Herbal Tinctures and Tonics and you will find a great deal of information on the internet. That does it for this episode of Adventures in Good Health. And we would like to hear from you regarding this podcast and any suggestions you have for future podcasts. You can reach us at Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Please subscribe and leave a rating or a review. Until next week, this is David Maloof exploring Natural Approaches to good health.